Today, we are talking about the Sami people and the significance of their traditional homes and clothing. Who are the Sami, you might ask? The Sami are an indigenous people who inhabit the Sápmi, which includes parts of Norway, Finland, Sweden, and some parts of Russia. In the region where they live, there are three main area types, being the mountains, the forest, and the sea. The mountain and forest Sami are known for their nomadic lifestyle and their ability to herd and tame reindeer. The sea Sami, however, are able to be more settled since they rely on fishing for food. While both groups rely on different means to survive, there is one thing that all three groups have in common. Both traditional homes and clothes have kept these groups both physically and culturally alive. In order to accommodate for their lifestyle, the mountain Sami live in portable, teepee-like tents called lavus. These tents are extremely lightweight and easy to assemble, which is necessary when following reindeer through the mountains of the Sápmi. These tents are made from large structural poles, which are then wrapped in reindeer hides and birch bark and secured by ropes. Not only is this dwelling extremely useful when following reindeer, but it is also very symbolic for the Sami people. At the end of World War II, as German troops retreated westward, they burned down most of the homes in Norway and the surrounding areas. Due to the lack of housing and unemployment, many Sami lived in Lavus for years, which brought them closer together. The next type of home is used by the forest Sami. Because they are more settled than the mountain Sami, but still herd reindeer, they set up semi-permanent dwellings known as Gowatis. These homes are built and shaped very similarly to Lavus, usually still being made from hides and wood, but are generally larger and sturdier than the Lavus. Unlike Lavus, some Gowatis are used as storehouses and built on stilts to protect people and supplies from bears and other animals while they are away hunting reindeer. The final type of Sami home is the Gami. This style of home is used by all three groups of Sami, but is most notably used by the Sea Sami. This home has the Sami, er, has the same structural components as the Gwati, but rather than being wrapped with hide or wood, the dome formed by support poles is covered in sod and grown over until it blends into the countryside. Regardless of which house the Sami stay in, everyone is aware of where they are expected to be positioned within the home. Children eat and sleep on the left side of the tent, while their parents stay on the right side. The women sit at the front with their loom and tools, and the men sit at the back with drums and weapons. These positions correlate with sacred areas within the home. The back of the house is the domain of the bow woman, who decides which children will be born male. This is why men go through the back door to worship or bring in food and supplies. The front, however, belongs to the goddess associated with menstruation and children. The middle belongs to the goddess of fertility, who is worshipped by both men and women. While Sami homes provide both protection from the harsh climate of Finoscandia and cultural significance to the group, they are not the only things the Sami make or use that provide defense against the elements and or hold cultural significance to them. Here's Chenille to talk more about that. In the past, the Sami heavily relied on fur, reindeer's fur, leather, and hides, which are just skin to create their traditional clothing. As you can imagine, the Arctic is dangerously cold, and due to their environment, warmth is a priority. Reindeer are deemed to be extremely useful because of their multi-purposeful nature. In more recent times, the Sami have also grown accustomed to wool, cotton, sinew, and sinew. Personally, I didn't know what the word sinew meant, but it's honestly just a tough piece of tissue. A few traditional pieces of clothing I'd like to talk about specifically are the Sami's gatis, leggings, and shoes. Scholar is another word for Sami boots, and they're pretty unique. They're these tan, furry-looking shoes that curl backwards at the toe area. For reference, think of the Grinch's shoes, because that's what they remind me of. The soles of the shoe are made from forehead skin from the deer's skull, hence the name Scholar. The Sami men and women wear something 
called a gati. It's similar to a pullover or a tunic, and this is one of the items that were originally made from fur, but later replaced by wool, silk, and sometimes velvet. Another article of clothing you'll notice are their leggings. To me, they look like leg warmers. They're worn over the pants and begin below the knee, stretching down to the ankles. The leggings are also made with reindeer hide and lined with reindeer fur. After having researched the Sami clothing, I realized how important it is to their culture. These clothes are a part of their lifestyle and everybody enjoys wearing them. This realization made me this realization made me think about America and our relationship with clothing. To some, clothes are no big deal, and to others, it's a form of expression similar to the Sami. This also brings me to a current issue that the Arctic is dealing with. The Arctic is warming too quickly, resulting in a change in the way of life. The Sami's relationship with deer is strong, but that could be subject to change. Due to rising temperatures, the semi-permanent snow turns rain no, turns into rain, which later freezes over into ice. Deer's source of food is lichen. It can be found under the snow and are dug out, dug out by the deer's hooves. Deers are now struggling to get their source of food because it's trapped under under underground and can't be sniffed out. The climate and the ch the change in climate could possibly cause them to die off from starvation. Deers are a really important aspect of, to the Sami culture. If temps continue to rise, there will be no relationship. They would no longer have a relationship with their deer, and their and the need for Sami's beautiful clothing will come to an end. Now I'll turn it over to Courtney, who will be going into greater detail about the Sami clothing. As Chanel discussed, the Sami's traditional clothing is known as gakti. Originally, it was made from reindeer leathers and sinews, but is now commonly made from wool, cotton, or silk. Traditional gakti is characterized by being very colorfully adorned, full of intricate details and variations of reds, blues, greens, and whites. The main part of gakti consists of a pullover, which is different for men and women. The men's pullovers are usually shorter and go to about their mid-thigh, while the women's are more traditionally seen as a dress, hanging lower according to whatever the local area's custom are. The shoes worn with gakti are, are typically pointed or have curled toes. Gaktis differ from community to community, but all have very significant meanings to the Sami culture. Throughout history, the Sami have been an oppressed and marginalized community within Norway. The process of Norwegianization, in which young Sami children were forced into Norwegian residential homes in order to strip them of their Sami language, traditions, and more, assisted in trying to erase the Sami people and their culture, including the gakti. The Sami were ridiculed and mocked for their gakti as it was seen by Norwegians as a form of a joke or a target of abuse. Many Sami people have risked their lives in wearing the gakti, and many now wear it as a symbol of pride and perseverance in the face of disenfranchisement and oppression. The gakti is a representation of Sami culture, faith, region, and more. The gakti and other Sami clothes are an integral part of the Sami identity and even one's own individual identity. Certain dominant colors within gakti can indicate what region a Sami person is from. If one's gakti heavily consists of navy blue, this typically means their region relies heavily on fishing and can indicate that they live or are from a coastal region. Heavy greens indicate land, forests, or agriculture. Therefore, a person with a lot of green on their gakti are are typically from inland. Red is a very commonly used color within Gakti as a symbol indicating the Sami's strength and willpower in the face of oppression. The lengths of certain Gakti can also indicate the wearer's age. The longer the Gakti on a person, the older they are. Gakti also consists of belts or intricate shape patterns across one's waist, which can indicate whether a person is married or not. The shape of the designs on the belt consists of either squares or circles. If there are circles, the person is unwed. If there are squares, that person 
person is married. The Gathiramos typically worn during ceremonies and special occasions or holidays in order to show pride and share identity. The Gathi is incredibly important to the culture of the Sami people and helps in creating their identities and showing their strength and pride. Sangyong will now be discussing the handicraft work and the traditions of Sami clothing, clothing making. Have you heard that the Sami are intricate designers of fashion and crafts? I will focus on talking about overall information about Sami handicrafts. Sami handicraft made from traditional natural materials is unique and makes a wonderful present. Handicrafts are made both by Sami men and women and used by all Sami people. However, all of them maintain the Sami way of life through their handicraft tradition. The Sami handicrafts tradition and its significance to Sami ethnicity are known to all Sami people, and the handicraft tradition brings together all Sami people in the cultural lineage of generations. Sami handicrafts are used in everyday situations as well as in celebrations and official events and when graving. The special characteristics of Sami handicrafts vary in different regions. The, the handicrafts practitioners are aware of this and do not mix the patterns and traditions of one region with another. Sami handicrafts are based on the eight Sami seasons, elements gathered from nature, their methods of processing, the special terminology of the Sami language, and the people's traditional knowledge. Sami handicrafts are traditionally made at home and the skills are learned within the family. In addition to the handicraft itself, the tradition includes knowledge about nature, resources, and processing of the handicrafts, handicraft skills, knowledge of the handicraft's cultural background, the purpose of use, and significance. Sami handicrafts are very significant to the Sami, commun Sami community. Sami people of all ages value handicrafts and see them as having important special value to Sami culture. The handicraft traditions of Inari Sami and school Sami are highly endangered. Making the crafts requires long-term commitment, knowledge of nature, and dedication to work. Young Sami people feel that studying outside their home region makes learning duty more difficult for them. Young Sami people talk about ethnic stress, about how it bothers them that they have not learned the skills. Sami handicrafts are dependent on nature and reindeer herding. Sami handicrafts are also under threat due to cheap copies made for sale, misuse of traditional Sami clothing, utilizing Sami clothing for fake costumes, and the Spaniard industry. Education taking place in the institutes of handicraft tradition and the unwillingness of Finnish society to recognize Sami handicrafts as a right of indigenous people and a better part of the Sami culture threaten the future of the Sami handicraft tradition. Young people should be provided with opportunities to learn the skills and knowledge of traditional Sami handicraft. Thank you for listening to our podcast discussing the Sami homes and clothing.